Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast. This is episode number 86. Apologies for the slightly nasal tone to my voice. Yes, my dear listener, I've been ill again. Honestly, since I had COVID in April, I just seem to be, I just seem to pick up every bug going. Um, I went away a couple of weeks ago or the week before last to Mallorca and had the best girls trip ever. You know, when you go somewhere that you've been before, so I went to I went to a place called Santa Ponza. So I went there five years ago with my friends, just two of us. And um, when we went five years ago, we had an absolutely brilliant trip, like such a great time. And in the subsequent years, well, we did a, two holidays after that, and then obviously lockdown came. We were saying, where should we go? And we said, should we go back to Santa Ponza? And we said, no, we won't go back because we had such a good holiday. We can't go back because it won't be the same. So we'd avoided it anyway. After the pandemic, we were looking at going away again. I said, let's just go back there. We had a great time and I'd spotted this amazing hotel that I wanted to stay at. So basically when we went the first time, we were like in a two-star, cheapy, pretty grim, um, pretty grim hotel where, um, to cut a long story short, we got there, we got into the room and... um, as soon as we walked in, it's like a one bedroom, like apartment thing. As soon as we walked in, you could smell the mold. You could smell how damp it was. So, um, and we went into the bedroom and there was like black mold on the wall. So we went to, um, you can tell what kind of establishment it was anyway. So we went to reception and we said, um, yeah, it's got mold on the wall. And the receptionist was really rude. I think she thought we were just trying to blag, uh, like a pool view. Actually, we just wanted a room that didn't stink of mold. Anyway, so we said, you know, she, we said we didn't want to stay in there. Did they have another room? She got on the phone and she was shouting in Spanish to her colleague. And then in the middle of, in the middle of all this Spanish, we just heard her say, El Blichio, El Blichio, um, which obviously became the, uh, the catchphrase of the holiday. So we go back to the room to collect our bags and the mold is gone and it just stinks of bleach. So that's clearly what they do. Every time they have somebody in, they just wipe the mold down. But Actually, that's so bad for you because if you get mold in your lungs, it's uh, really, really bad for you. Anyway, I digress. So that was that was the first time we went. So I said to my friend, not doing our bleachio again. Come on, let's go and stay at that beautiful hotel we'd seen opposite the beach with um, cabanas and a pool on the roof and a bar. And it just looks amazing. So we did. We went and stayed there and it was absolutely brilliant. Talk about goal setting in... Um, in its kind of purest form. That was me five years ago pointing at it, going, please, can we stay there? And then we did end up staying there. I mean, it was double the price, but it was worth every penny. 
Anyway, so we went to went to Santa Ponza, had an even better time than we did before. It was so good. We met so many brilliant people. The hotel was lovely. Just it was so it was relaxing but hardcore because we just boozed quite a lot. But um it was just such a great trip and I loved every single second of it except when I got home and I was ill again. So I don't know if I picked something up off the plane or if my body, my 47-year-old body just goes, hey, Laura, you can't just party like that anymore. Whatever it was, it knocked me sideways for about a week. And um, when I got back last Monday, it's Wednesday now, so nine days ago, and I've still, you can still hear it in my voice and in my nose. Let that be a lesson to you. I was reading an article this morning about how Davina McCaw is saying, She's 52 and she can still party. Fair play to her, Davina, but I hope you don't get the uh, the post-holiday lurgy like, um, like I did. Anyway, I digress. That explains my voice and the way I sound today. So um, as a result of the holiday, and then of course as a result of the Queen dying, I had to push back some of the stuff that I had planned for this week. So if you haven't yet signed up to my challenge, the Dream Believe Do Challenge, we kick off next Monday, the 26th of September. Just felt right to delay it um, by a week. And I'm glad I did because I'm still not 100%. So kick off next Monday, 26th of September. I'll put the link in the show notes. There's still time for you to join and get so excited about all of the things that you've been dreaming of. So the title of this episode is called... It's transition, don't jump. And what do I mean by that? Well, I guess I wanted to explain what I mean by my title. What do I mean by the um, the title I refer to myself as the dream transition mentor? What does that actually mean? Well, I think that so often in life, we feel that we can't jump from one thing to another because that would be irresponsible it might be selfish, it might be foolish or foolhardy, it might be naive, it might be perhaps the wrong thing to do in the economic climate. Um, there's lots of reasons why we say we don't jump into things. You know, people say, oh, be cautious. I probably am a bit of a jumper. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you'll know that I got engaged after six weeks the first time around. And, uh, you know, I am a little bit impulsive um, and quite happy to kind of push push forward for things more quickly than others. Other people like to think about things for a lot, lot longer. But the reason that people say, don't jump into that, you know, be careful, don't jump, is because it's fear, it's 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 worry, it's it's concern, it, it, it's worry about the consequences, it's worry about the repercussions, it's this kind of moving out of a place of safety. It's all, it's all of these things, right? That's why people say, don't jump into stuff, really think it over. So there are lots of people in life who will jump for something and it, things will work out because when you jump into, just the analogy of jumping into water, if you jump in, you've got to keep swimming, right? Because otherwise you're going to drown. So you've just got to keep going. So if you jump into something, you've got to keep going with it. But the reality is, if we're thinking about you stepping into your dream life and business, jumping is going to make you so stressed out. So if you just jump, like say, for example, you go, oh, I'm actually sick of my job, sick of it, I'm going to quit. And then you you leave and, you know, you serve your notice and then you wake up on the Monday morning and go, oh, what am I going to do now? That's not 
That's not what I'm talking about when I say stepping into your dream life and business. That's absolutely not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a considered, thoughtful, measured approach to what you want to be doing. And there will be people who have jumped from a job and they've fallen on their feet, but like a cat. Um, they've fallen on their feet and they found something and it's all worked out. But honestly, those those stories, those examples, those people, that really would be the um, the exception, not the rule. For the majority of people, that probably wouldn't work out. And there's a real key reason why it probably wouldn't work out. And that's because of mindset. So when you, when you jump into something, when you go full force into something without having the time and space to really think it through, what tends to happen is that your mindset is all over the place. So you will probably be racked with fear and anxiety and worry and panic and, you know, confusion, not knowing which way to turn. You'll get yourself all in a mess because because of that fear, that worry about what's coming next. And that's no good for anybody. I've often talked on this podcast about how it was a year from me thinking about working for myself to actually doing it. And in the, over that course of a year, and I'm not saying it's a year, it could be any length of time, doesn't matter. It's very, very unique and personal to you. But for me, in that year, I went from about 5% confident that I could do it to 95%, oh my God, what the hell am I thinking? To the other way around, to 95%, yeah, I can do this. 5%, oh God, the fear. And I used to have sleepless nights with worrying about it and I hadn't even left my corporate job. Now, I'm not saying that would be you. I'm just being honest. I had these like nights where I was thinking, how will I make money? What will that look like? And the thing for me was I did all of that within the safety of the money that I was still earning through my corporate job. So through my salary job. So there is a reason why I talk about transitioning because it gives you the time and space to really think through what it is that you want to do. You're still going to have those moments of, uh, like worrying, but I've never ever once thought, what have I done? I've had moments where I thought, okay, what do I need to do next? Where am I going to get money in? What might, what's that going to look like? What will I do now? You know, when things haven't always gone to plan because they haven't always gone to plan. And again, I'm just being honest. They haven't always gone to plan. Um, but I've been okay because I've worked on my mindset in advance, right? So when you, when I talk about transitioning and when I, when I talk to you about the work that I do, it's like the precursor. It's the lead up to what you're going to do. It's the lead up to that kind of launch pad of going out on your own. It's all the mindset work that you need to be doing in advance. It's where you really start to understand what is in it for you. So why do you want to do this thing? Why do you want to work for yourself? What's that going to mean for you? What What's it going to give you? What's the feeling? What's, what's driving you? What excites you? Perhaps what frightens you? What would bring you joy about it? What would challenge you? Which bits do you think you're good at? Which bits are you not good at? It's those, that first key bit around what you're actually going to get from it is so important. Perhaps even before you thought about what it is that you might actually do, work out why you want to do it. Working for yourself isn't for everybody. And if people tell you it is, they're lying. 
it isn't for everybody. So actually having a conversation with uh, my dad the other day, and my dad's one of eight, and my dad is one of the only ones, I think, of the eight who didn't pursue like an entrepreneurial um, uh, or like a business, you know, setting up his own business. He was the only one. And he said, I just didn't want to do it, Laura. I just didn't want it. I didn't want that. He said, I watched the others do it and they did it very well, but it just wasn't for me. I liked working for a company. I liked the, you know, being around people in that company. I liked being paid a regular salary. That's what I liked. And I thought it was really interesting because my dad is so clever, so clever and so talented in so many areas, but it just wasn't for him. Um, my brother too, but it's not for him either. So um, if you don't understand what you're going to get from it, it's very hard to keep going when times get tough. So that the first bit really is to really explore, okay, what what's in it for me? What am I going to get for it? And I don't mean having a lie-in because that will wear off. I mean, what are all the things that, that are going to give you joy? That's the magic. That's what I talk to my clients about. And alongside that is all the other bits that you need to think about. It's like, how much drive have you got towards it? Where's your energy? How much do you want it? How much are you prepared to put into it? What's your current state of play? How are you financially? Lots of times in the online world, in the coaching world, people, you know, this, the money thing, lots of coaches go, oh, if you say, oh, I can't afford to set up my own business, I can't afford to go out on my own. You get coaches saying, that's just a limiting belief. Oh, you're just holding yourself back. It's a limiting belief. It's not a limiting belief. It isn't a limiting belief. You've got bills to pay. But if you do want to work for yourself, there are ways that you can prepare yourself to do that so that you cut back, you stop doing certain things, you're saving, you're planning, you're thinking, you're allocating money, you're looking at like your life right now and going, okay, so how much am I prepared to compromise now in order that I can pursue my own dream so that in the longer run, in the longer term, I get those things back again, like me, right? No holidays. I mean, obviously lockdown put paid to that. But now I'm back to having holidays with my friend again and doing things and booking concert tickets and doing all the things that I've not been able to do because of lockdown and also financially. So, you know, how much are you prepared to kind of not sacrifice, but compromise? Because sacrifice sounds awful, but compromise, how much? Think about where your energy comes from and what what gets you up in the morning. And I'll be honest, it's quite challenging when there's nobody telling you what to do because it's quite easy to just go, oh, I'm just going to stay in bed today. Don't want to do any work today. So you've got to find that internal drive. There's nobody standing over you saying, have you done that today, Laura? There's nobody. I've just got to get on and do it. Um, and you've also got to think about what your starting point is. So what's your reality? Where are you? What does that look like? What, you know, where are you right now in your life? And that's all kind of physical things, financial things, ownership things, relationship things. It's all of that, but it's also how you are in your mindset. So how are you feeling right at the start? So important. How will you measure how far you've come if you don't know where you started from? That's just a massive throwback to when I was a Weight Watchers leader. You've got to know your start point. Otherwise, you can't possibly measure your success. And... 
lots of the things that you could be doing to set up your own business, you can do while you are working for somebody else. Yes, I know that some businesses don't like you to kind of have a business as a side hustle. Sometimes you've got a restriction in your contract, but there are lots of things that you could be doing in preparation for you to go out on your own. And that's all the stuff that you need to be doing behind the scenes before you actually make that full transition. So all the kind of, if you need a website, you don't necessarily need a website. I was obsessed with my website and logo at the beginning, thinking that was the most important thing. It wasn't. But you could be working on all of that now, reading those books, listening to podcasts, doing a program, joining my new new academy that I'm launching in a few weeks' time. These are all the things that you could be doing now in that transition period, you know, in that planning period. And then think about what those steps will be. If you just sat there or like on a Monday morning and went, right, well, I need to start my business. What should I do? It'd be very hard for you to think up what you needed to do because you've never done it before, right? But once you start working on stuff, that's why it's so important that you transition. You start working on it, more things occur to you. You tick some stuff off and that leads to other things. You're learning all the time. This has been the steepest learning curve of my life for sure. Steepest learning curve of my life outside of parenthood. So I've had to just learn so much, you know, language and tech and speak and like marketing terms. Didn't know any of it. Had to learn it all. Love it. Love it. Enjoyed it. Can't wait to... uh, get somebody else to do it for me, some of it. But um, I've been fine. I've just taught myself how to do all of those things. Taught myself how to not build a website, but do a lot of changes to it. My website looks very different to where it started from. Taught myself all of that. Honestly, these things that you could be doing now, and because if you're looking at what's going on in the world and you're thinking, oh my God, I couldn't possibly think about starting my own business now because... Well, look at what's happening in the world. Do you know what? There's never a right time. But you do the do the groundwork now. Do all the stuff that you need to do now so that when we get into next year, hopefully things will settle a little. The energy crisis will dissipate and uh, you'll be feeling more confident to get out there and, and, and kind of transition in. Or maybe the thing that you've been dreaming of doing, maybe that stays as a side hustle and it becomes an extra way to earn money whilst um, things are quite hard economically. So if you've been watching me for a while or you've been listening to me and you're thinking, oh, it all sounds so easy. It sounds easy for you, Laura. It, It wasn't easy, but also it wasn't that hard. But that's because I transitioned. I didn't jump. I couldn't have jumped. I wasn't ready. When I talk to my clients about what they're trying to achieve and what they're trying to do, it's a mindset thing. It's all mindset. Yes, there's some practicality about things that they're going to do, but it's mindset. It's the mindset that you've got to get hold of. It's your mindset you've got to keep, grab hold of and get it under control. There were times in the first probably, well, when I first started thinking about it, probably there were times in the first 18 months where I just couldn't switch off from it. And I can now, I can just switch off from it. Because I know what I'm doing. I'm more confident about what I'm doing. I'm very clear about my about my goals, about my approach, about my action. And I don't need to think about it all the time. But it's taken me time to build to that mindset. You need to do the same. 
That's why you transition. You've got time to work on your mindset. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can leave a very well-paid corporate job to work for myself, doing all the things that I love to do, you can also set up your own dream business. And I'm not saying you want to do the same as me. You can create your dream life and business, the one that you've wanted for so long, the one that gives you the freedom, the flow, the flexibility and the fun that you're craving. That's what I've got. That's what I've got. And I encourage you to really think about how you get that mindset into the right spot so that you are in the most confident, most kind of prepared, most excited mindset to open yourself up to all that you hope to achieve. Honestly, I believe in you. I know that you can do it. And I'm here as the Dream Transition Mentor to help you to see how you too could transition into your dream life and business. So if you want to find out a bit more about working on that mindset, you really should come and join me for the challenge next Monday, 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. GMT, 26th of September. Come and join me for the challenge and then uh, let me help you to do that initial work on your mindset. Even if you're already in your business, it will absolutely help you to get real clarity on what you're trying to achieve. It's going to be an amazing three days. Come and join me. I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favour? Please leave a review. A five-star one would be perfect. And subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. Oh, and don't forget to come and find me on social media. The links are in the show notes. I would love to help you to transition into your own dream life. It's what I'm really good at. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.